when you sort of feel yourself drifting more and more away from who you thought you were to the point where you sit back and you're like, wow, I can't even recognize myself anymore. And I sort of have to build myself back up from the ground up. What is up, everyone? I'm back. And without further ado, I want to get into the topic of today, which is on the heavier side. I also wanted to give out a trigger warning because I will be talking briefly about my unhealthy relationship with exercise in this episode, and I know it can be a triggering topic for some people. So if you want to just skip this episode, I totally understand. Love you. See you next week. I promise there are more lighthearted things coming soon, but today I'm going to be talking about losing yourself and not recognizing yourself anymore, kind of just feeling lost, like you don't know who you are. And again, I hope this doesn't sound too dark, but it's something that's been pretty top of mind for me recently, maybe because it's winter break and you know, my friends from high school are coming home and we're seeing each other and obviously everyone changes so much during college and just throughout these formative years of your life when you're a young adult, you change a lot and I totally understand that. People drift apart all the time, friendship dynamics shift, all of that I expected but I think the group hangouts with my old high school friends have been making me reflect a lot on who I have become because when I'm in those group settings, I'm also not someone who's great at hanging out with like a whole bunch of people. I do best personally with one-on-one or maybe a group of three. You know, that's four is like pushing it for me. I kind of just prefer like smaller hangouts because I don't feel as overwhelmed. So when I'm in these group settings, I find myself being that person who sort of isn't saying as much and kind of draws back and observes, which there's nothing wrong with. But I was thinking about how in the past, I used to kind of be the prankster, jokester, life of the party of these large groups. And I just feel like I've changed so much. And then there's also me not laughing at the same jokes that I would have laughed at and feeling like I'm on such a different wavelength. I'm just feeling kind of different. Like naturally, my personality evolved in one way and other people's personality evolved in another way. Totally normal. But yeah, in these group settings, these people I find are so, they manage to be so happy and lighthearted and talk about the most trivial things, which there's nothing wrong with, by the way, but talk about these trivial things that to me, like, just don't matter. And it wouldn't be something that I would talk about, like, normally, I guess, which is why I sort of stay quiet in group situations. I just have been feeling like, am I too somber? Like, why am I not laughing at, you know, these dirty jokes or this sort of young humor. Like, I definitely would have thought it was funny when I was a freshman in high school, but why am I, why is it so hard for me to crack a smile? I think that's what it is for me. I think it's because I've honestly been through a lot in these past few years that have made me quite cynical and a little bit um, jaded towards everything. 
And so my outlook on things are not as sunny as they were before. That being said, like I am still, I'm an optimist. I am quite naive in other ways. I was more naive before the whole situation that happened to me. If you don't know, you can get a better idea of it by listening to my previous episode about hustle culture and why I dropped out of college. That covers the bulk of it, but there is more that I'll talk about in the future. Anyways, I've always been someone who looks on the bright side and assumes the best in everyone and is an idealist. And I still think I am that way. I've just also gathered a bit of, you know, I've, I've got some reality and sense knocked into me, which I'm grateful for, but I think it made me grow up a lot faster than I would have. I've been thinking because I'm turning 20 in two months and that's really scary to me because that means my teenage years are officially coming to an end and honestly, I feel like I missed out on a lot. From the time I was 17, I've been struggling really deeply with these you know, health issues and other circumstances. That's three years, 17, 18, 19, that I've been in a very, very dark space. I would argue that, you know, even leading up to that time, I was starting to descend into that darkness, but it didn't really get bad until I was 17. Yeah, I don't feel like I got to be a teenager. And I feel like the way that I act and the way that I am, you know, I can't control it. This is just the way that I have developed and it would have been different, I think, if I hadn't gone through something difficult like this for so long. I don't know if any of this is making sense, but I feel like some people can relate. You know when you see people that you haven't seen in a long time and you can just, it's in the air, like you can sense there's a shift in things, but no one's going to talk about it. It's just like the elephant in the room that things have changed. That's sort of why I decided to talk about this today. Let's rewind back because I sort of want to take you through my personal development journey and the way my personality has changed over the years, which might help you better understand the conflict I feel now. So, okay, again, if you have listened to my previous episodes, you might remember me mentioning that I'm a very, very anxious person and I think it's justified given some of the things that have happened to me, why I am anxious like this, but I was not always like that. You know, everyone, when they're a little kid, I think they have a pretty outgoing personality. They don't care what other people think about them. They kind of just vibe and do whatever they want because you're a kid, right? You don't have any knowledge of social norms or what is perceived as weird. So I was no different. I remember being very bossy and confident. I love to sing in the classroom. When I was a bit older in like fifth grade, I would sing at the top of my lungs. Like I'm not even exaggerating, literally almost the top of my lungs in my fifth grade classroom. I would sing The Little Mermaid, Barbie, Frozen. When that came out, it was the biggest deal at school. And so me and some other kids in my class would sing all the time. Nowadays, I would never sing in front of someone. I would be way too embarrassed, but I really shouldn't be. You know, back then, I didn't care, and I was just having fun. 
it's no coincidence to me that fifth grade is one of my most memorable years and favorite years of school. Just just an awesome time. Um, I also ate a whole lot of candy. Like when I say a whole lot of candy, I actually mean probably every day. You know, I loved every single type of candy. Skittles, Sour Skittles, Airheads, Laffy Taffy, Lollipops, um, Warhead Spray. If you know Warheads, they're these like sour candies. I had this Warhead spray so it's essentially the candy in liquid form and it's really sour and it would come in these little mini bottles that kind of look like perfume bottles not really but they work like a perfume bottle and just drink that shit up as if it was water i didn't drink water by the way i was like a camel i basically didn't take care of my health and because i was a kid you know i guess we have better metabolisms it didn't really i feel fortunate that it didn't really affect me like I should have gotten stomach aches and toothaches and headaches like every single day from the diet that I had, but for some reason I didn't. So all around, I was truly just living. Also, like no social media was definitely helpful, although I did get an Instagram in fifth grade, which is a story for a different day. Yeah, I was very confident. Seventh grade, I start to get a little bit more insecure, I think. Also, my foot is falling asleep. I might have to adjust my position. Hold on. Okay, I hope the audio quality did not change too much, but I don't know how long I can stay in this position either. I'm sort of like hugging my knees. Anyways, yeah, seventh grade, you know, you start to get angsty and you're becoming a teenager. I think you're like 12 in seventh grade. So I started to be a little bit more insecure. Nothing terrible, nothing abnormal, unfortunately preteens and teens nowadays go through insecurity as if it's some sort of rite of passage almost. I was also on social media a lot at this point, so there was that. And so I started to get a little bit more shy, but I remember I was very, very immature. I had a friend in Latin class. If you ever listen to this, you know I'm not going to tell all the things that we did, but we did some really immature things. We loved making like sex jokes, dirty jokes. We were constantly those people who would burst out laughing in the middle of class, like while the teacher was talking or while we were supposed to be doing silent work. Like we were those people. And looking back, I'm so sorry. My Latin teacher was amazing for dealing with that and he was great. We we love him a lot. As I mentioned before, at this point, I was really the jokester of the group. I loved to make people laugh. I did silly dances, you know, whip, dab. I, no joke, you know when you dab back and forth, like, at a really fast rate? I would do that unironically. I would do the nay-nay unironically. If you remember in 2016, the juju on the beat challenge, I have a video of me doing that and I sent it to the group chat fully like unironically. Sorry for using that word so many times, but I want to stress that I did not think this was embarrassing. And looking back, I am embarrassed, but I also applaud myself because having fun and dancing like should not be embarrassing, especially when you're just a kid. So good for me. I was obsessed with Dylan O'Brien. I remember if you've ever seen him on the show Teen Wolf, I binged that show and his character was my favorite and for my 13th birthday, one of my friends 
drew me an amazing photo of Dylan O'Brien. She's a very talented artist and she gave me this pencil portrait of Dylan. If that doesn't tell you how much I loved him, I mean, I still love him. I don't know what will. Yeah, that was sort of, that was sort of me back then. You know, I, I was a fun person to hang out with, I would argue. At this point, I was still sitting in the backseat of the car. Like I was a child and it makes me kind of sad because I, I miss when I was like that very carefree, very naive, had no perception of stress or anxiety. Well, I mean, yes, I experienced that, but you know what I mean. Fear, that's an emotion I feel pretty much every day. Despair, again, I had felt those emotions before, but not not as intensely as I do now, and it didn't really affect my day-to-day. I was just hungry to experience the world. That's a bit dramatic, actually. I I wouldn't say that. I just... I just wanted to have fun. Let's put it that way. And one contrast from now and back then is, for example, back then, I wanted to hang out with people all the time. I loved hanging out with people and I would get really excited to do things with friends. And now, I know it sounds weird, but maybe it doesn't if you've listened to my previous episodes where I sort of explain why I feel this way. I get so anxious about hanging out with people. I love my alone time. Of course, like, I also enjoy seeing my friends, don't get me wrong, but certain social settings and plans make me very nervous and just like, for no reason, I I psych myself out, but like, it's not something that I'm bouncing off the walls over, you know what I mean? So I definitely got a lot more anxious over the years. Anyways, I digress. So yeah, back then, you know, I cared about materialistic and shallow things, which I don't see a problem with, you know, there's not much that you can do when you're 12 years old, but I loved the app Visco and I wanted to be really aesthetic on my Instagram. I was starting to swear. I thought that was super cool. So I would throw in like an expletive in every other sentence. And then I started high school in the fall of 2017. I was still sort of in my Instagram obsessed era. I really wanted a good feed. I got a camera for my graduation gift, my eighth grade graduation gift. So I was having photo shoots all the time. I also mentioned in one of my previous episodes, I cared a lot about clothes and fitting in. I wanted Air Forces. I ultimately did end up getting them at the end of my freshman year and I was so hyped about that because everyone was wearing Air Force Ones. I started shopping at Urban Outfitters. I got a whole ton of graphic tees and I would wear them to school. I just wanted to belong, you know? And I was, this was probably the peak of the time when I was using Snapchat. I haven't been on Snapchat for a few years now, to be honest, because I just didn't really find a need for it. But back then, I didn't have a lot of streaks, but I would pretend like I did. And I would get really excited when I got a popular person on Snapchat. Like, we just added each other and we're friends, even though we didn't, like, talk. And I was jealous of people who had a lot of streaks You know those people who would open Snapchat? They have this like infinite list of people they're snapping and their snap score, which is I think the number of Snapchats they've sent and received. I could be wrong. Their snap score is like a million. You know what I mean? Because there are some people like that and 
I wanted to be like that. And then 2018, I was a sophomore. I started to develop an unhealthy relationship with exercise. And this is from someone who up until eighth grade, pretty much like never exercised. You know, I played tennis maybe once a week when I was in middle school. I quit so many sports, swimming, basketball, gymnastics, like soccer. I tried almost every sport and I quit. I'm just not an athlete. My brother, on the other hand, is like very athletic. So that was always an insecurity of mine. But I also like didn't care about exercise, even though it's good for you and healthy for you. So if you take into account my diet back then, plus the fact that I was going straight home from school and just like sitting for the entire rest of the day as well. It was not a healthy lifestyle, but I had no perception of that. I didn't think about what is a healthy lifestyle for me and what is not. And I didn't care about needing to exercise, which is also not a good thing. But I started to develop an unhealthy relationship with it because over the summer of eighth grade, I forgot to mention this, I started playing tennis more and I got pretty fit to be honest my mile time used to be at its worst it was literally like 11 minutes and 30 seconds but after after that summer where I was playing a lot of tennis it was six minutes which was a dramatic drop for me it's a pretty fast mile time just for someone who's not really like an athlete I guess and doesn't practice miles but Yeah, and then I started to feel really good about how much I had improved and being athletic and fit and strong feels great and that's absolutely something that people should strive for, you know, exercising to the point where you feel healthy and good but you don't have toxic ideas surrounding it. That's that's ideal, right? Because obviously exercise is good for you. But I started to run every day after school And at first, it was rooted in just, you know, doing something fun and listening to music. And then I started to love the feeling of sweating and being sore so much that I would push myself more and more and get mad at myself if I didn't run, which is not good at all. That was sort of complemented with me growing even more insecure in other ways. You know, I felt like... I'm not pretty enough. In fact, I'm very ugly. I'm not popular. How come I was never popular? How come I'm never cool enough to hang out with X, Y, and Z? I would still argue that these are struggles a lot of teenagers unfortunately go through. I was still, on top of all of that, a pretty happy person. You know, I had a lot of fun too. Don't get me wrong. I spent my freshman year math class literally just watching YouTube videos with my friend and you know when you laugh so hard that you can't breathe and you start to feel like the abs crunching on your stomach? Yeah. So again, I did have some struggles, but overall, I I was a happy teenager and I felt like I was living my life somewhat back then to the fullest. I remember I also got highlights in my hair. This was part of me trying to enhance my looks and be air quotes prettier. And then junior year, which began fall of 2019, I started to descend even more into this darkness. My relationship with exercise, like I mentioned, was still not good. You know, I lost 10 pounds just from running so much. 
I started to develop bad habits and bad mindsets around school too because I realized the importance of junior year for your college applications and I was a straight A student before that but I started to apply more pressure to myself studying for the SATs, SAT subject tests. I remember I went to Hawaii over winter break and I brought my chemistry subject test prep book with me and I was like doing the problems on the beach which is like kind of lame you know what I mean I didn't even end up taking the test because COVID happened and colleges got rid of the requirement for subject tests I just cared too much about things that I know now didn't and don't matter but I still describe this time as the calm before the storm because when you are a junior in high school I think you're 16. Yeah, you're 16 and you turn 17 for most people, depending on when your birthday is, but you start to gain more independence. So I got my license sometime in the winter of 2019. And so I could drive, my friends could drive, at least some of them. In general, you can just do more, right? So that was an exciting time for me, really the calm before the storm, because when the pandemic hit, I was sort of like vibing. I look back very fondly on my junior year, to be honest. And so it wasn't until the incident happened to me. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I actually haven't fully explained this mysterious incident, but I've referenced it in my hustle culture video. I'm sorry I keep mentioning that, but that's sort of a really important piece of understanding. I think the rest of what I'm going to talk about Essentially, I got an injury in the summer of 2020 and a whole bunch of health issues just started to come up for me and I was avoiding it and ignoring it and pushing through it. So that happened and, you know, change doesn't happen overnight in terms of the person that you are and your personality. It's very gradual to the point where you don't even notice that one day you've just become a completely different person. So over the course of this time, the pandemic, when I started my senior year, when I did my freshman year of college, before I took my gap year, I was going through a lot of issues and I started to become highly, highly anxious, very fearful because a lot of things were happening to me that were negative. And it started to really shift my mindset about the world. And I became a lot more cynical. So many days that I spent sobbing my eyes out and feeling like there was absolutely nothing left for me to care about. Very unfortunate feelings to have. But again, I don't think that's even extremely uncommon among my age group and even just people in general. I mean, I'm gonna spare you the entire story of, you know, everything that I was feeling because I have an entire podcast episode about it. I'm so sorry I keep mentioning it, but please do listen to that. I almost feel like this should be a sequel to it since I'm talking about it so much. Yeah, you know, a lot of things happened to me and I basically became a very different person over the course of two and a half years you know gradually I became more and more anxious feeling fear more and more and happiness and excitement less and less 
not that I don't feel happiness and excitement today because I honestly, especially now, I do, but I think I've matured a lot and I grew up really fast over those years you know my maturity sort of accelerated if you're thinking about like a graph it was like a flat line for a long time and then just like an exponential curve up i'm just thinking about 19 year old me if i hadn't gone through what i did what would my personality be like i think it would be very different when i'm hanging out with people sometimes I feel like I'm out of place. It's not like I'm mad at myself for being different. I'm just aware of this sort of dissonance between us. And at the same time, I really value and love these people because a lot of them have been in my life for a long time. I don't want them to not be in my life anymore, obviously. And so I'm not really sure what to do about that. This episode is not even supposed to be like advice on how to get through this because I don't know the answer which is why I'm talking about it I think you know because I'm actively going through it I don't have any great insight on how to deal with it but maybe when I come out the other side I will have more wisdom on how how to approach this I wonder if anyone relates I feel like people probably do when you sort of feel yourself drifting more and more away from who you thought you were to the point where you sit back and you're like, wow, I can't even recognize myself anymore. And I sort of have to build myself back up from the ground up. Sometimes that can actually be a really amazing thing though. And I've been thinking about that, how it's a great opportunity for me to sort of rewire and reset myself. Not in the way saying that I didn't like who I was before, but I think it's kind of awesome and even symbolic maybe to be turning 20 soon and sort of exiting my teenage years and also have the opportunity to rediscover and rebuild myself since right now I feel like I'm sort of an empty shell and I get to fill that shell with new things because everything that was there before has been cleared out. I don't know. I should probably stop now because clearly I'm starting to babble but the point of this video was honestly just me like ranting about this and hopefully some people can relate to the feeling you know people change we change all the time and that's not a bad thing at all so i'm actually quite excited to see who i'm gonna become and for anyone listening who's also working on themselves in some way or has some sort of personal goal for their growth i'm really excited to see what kind of person you're gonna become too i'm gonna sign off Thank you so much if you listened to the end. Please stay connected. All right, see you next time.